Yo, so I'm back up in here for another edition of Athlete Mother. This episode, we're going to talk about the game, bum rushing Eminem. Oh, shit. There's so many layers to this episode. I don't even know where to start. I guess I'm going to start with um, the game actually being a formidable MC to go up against Eminem. I think that's a good place to start. Uh, we're just going to dive right into it. Um... Now, between Game and Eminem, I like Game more. I can relate to his content, not just because I'm black, but because his content is down to earth. I like Eminem. He's not my top five. He's not my top 10 or even top 15. Hell, he's not even my top 25 for that matter. He's more like... Eminem is like one of my top 50 rappers, right? I guess if I had to put him in a number, he'd probably be right before Cameron, probably 30, right? Um, Because, and this might just be me being biased because I'm black. I just relate to black artists' content and lyricism because they come from the same background I come from. Like, I can't relate to... Somebody talking about their mom, talking about how they got bullied, um, talk about killing a girlfriend or a wife. I can't relate to most of that shit, right? Now, a lot of people that's under the age of 25 or even younger, they probably only know Eminem that was taking a knee at the Super Bowl or doing the um, BET Cyphers. In 2000 and I want to say 17 or 18 One of them fucking years right Um Where he was like standing in support of Colin Kaepernick And all the niggas that was behind him Um But I know Eminem From 1999 Right Actually 1998 You want to be technical He didn't drop the Slim Shady LP Until 1999 But he uh He had a video in 1998 right My name is it was, I think, on the box. I don't even think it was on MTV or BET. It was on the box. I was coming home from school. I think I might have been about 16. And uh, I ain't going to lie. The video stopped me in my tracks because I saw Dr. Dre. But I seen a corny-ass white boy rapping. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? So I sat and listened and watched the video. Um, for Hi, My Name Is, it was sampled from some old funk song. I forgot. Um, I actually didn't learn this shit until... Probably like a month ago, I uh, was actually listening to a funk record on um, WCLK Jazz Station in Atlanta, and I kept hearing the, uh, I don't know if everybody's familiar with the high, my name is Slim Shady LP, but the single he had, it had the boom, 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 that comes from a funk record. So I recognized it, and I was like, oh shit, and then I shazammed it. It's probably somewhere in my Shazam. I'm not going to go through it right now. But it explained why Dr. Dre was the producer of the track, right? Dr. Dre is known for sampling funk records, right? From The Chronic, Snoop Dogg, all types of records. So, yeah. Um, I remember when the Slim Shady LP dropped out. Or dropped. It was a dope ass record. Actually, it's my favorite Eminem record because it's actually him in his lyrical raw form. This new shit, I don't know 
what the fuck this new shit is. But anyways, yeah, a lot of people don't really know Eminem from, like young people don't really know Eminem from, they don't have a long frame of reference. So they don't know Eminem from the Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers. If you're 20 years old, you don't even really know the encore, right? Unless you went back and listened to it or your older brother got a record. Like they're used to Eminem, the revival, the recovery, the relapse, um, music, the murder too. Or kill to whatever the fuck weird ass shit. Um, the Eminem that's rapping fast, right? The rap god Eminem. They don't know pre Eminem, um, so they don't really know like his lyrical range or lyrical dexterity. Now a lot of rappers in the early nine or late nineties were. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. A lot of rappers were intimidated, so they didn't do records with him because they were scared to get outshined. They got the white savior complex. I don't know. But, like, I'm a hip-hop head, so I vividly remember niggas like EPMD, Rakim, Eric Sermon, Redman, Keith Murray, Talib Kweli, Most Def. Like, I know, like, dope-ass lyric- lyricism, right? The Locks, Nature, uh, Cormega, Nas, uh, I'm not going to say Prodigy But Prodigy was dope He wasn't lyrically complex He was simple as fuck But he got the job done uh, Lil' Kim Biggie Smalls Like Busta Rhymes Like I'm accustomed to real real lyricism Hell even LL Cool J before 1990 I want to say 1999 Right Jack the Rapper wasn't nothing to fuck with He killed Cannabis career single handedly Which Cannabis is an ill nigga to do that, you gotta be a lyrically dope nigga, right? He actually went so far as to actually reformat the way he rapped, because up until that point, everybody just thought LL Cool J just was like a simple 80s rapper, right? No, this nigga had several reinventions, right? From 84 or 87 to 1993 to 95 to 98, uh, LL Cool J, it's not the same nigga, right? The animal just became a better animal every year. Now, he done it up in 2002 with that bullshit single with J-Lo. Um, man, what are you going to do, right? After being in the game 20 years, what the fuck do you expect? Nigga was like almost 40. So, you know, whatever. He was on doing bigger and better things like movie and television. So, but he was an ill nigga. And uh, all those rappers I named, including Big Pun, these niggas had like ill lyricism. Hell, even early DMX wasn't nothing to fuck with. I mean, DMX didn't actually technically dud up until about 2007 with the uh, bloodline. The shit was trash. So to see a white boy come on the scene with as much skill as Eminem, I give him that. I really will. Because before Eminem, we had Whitey Ford, a.k.a. Everlast, uh, Snow. We had uh, MC Search. Who the fuck else? Vanilla Ice, right? It's not even really a rapper. That was a gimmick. I don't know what the fuck that was. But there wasn't really no, a lot of dope white niggas. Like, House of Pain was the closest thing you got to it, right? Uh, So, while I do give Eminem his props, let's not get it fucked up like he was just, like, killing niggas, like, lyrically. Hell, Lauryn Hill single-handedly can take him out. Um, Which is why he's number 30 on my top 50 list, right? I don't even put Eminem above Busta Rhymes, 
Once again, this is another ill nigga from 1991 with the leaders of the new school till when he started flip mode and then he was doing his solo shit, right? Like, Buster Rhymes reinvented himself from 1991 to 93 to 94 to 97 to 99, like, to 2005 to 2010 to up right now with Extinction Level 2. Like, nobody's fucking with Buster Rhymes, not even Eminem, right? You want fast rap? Buster Rhymes got that. You want ill lyrics? Buster Rhymes got that. You want lyrical complexity? Buster Rhymes got that. Hell, you want back-to-back syllables? Maybe not 14 and two-line stanzas? Buster Rhymes got you covered, right? Which I don't even give Eminem credit for that fast rap shit he's doing now because Bone Thugs and Harmony, Tech 9, Twister, Do or Die, Shall We Continue? These niggas been doing that. So in my book, Eminem is about 25 years late. And the fact that he raps fast now and hasn't done any collaborations with Twister, do or die, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Crazy Bone as a solo artist, like, fuck Eminem. At this point, you're just culture vulturing, right? Now, at $630 million, you don't have to do a feature with nobody. However, it really speaks to your lyrical insecurities because these niggas I just named, while they're pressing 50 or even 50 years old, they ain't no lyrical slouch. So he don't get no credit for that in my book. Not only that, that back-to-back rhyming shit, right? Jay-Z can do that. Um, Tupac did it. Maybe not on the same level, but anybody that knows Tupac catalog, right? Me against the world. Like, I can give you the second verse. What all the extra questions? The question I wonder is after death, after my last breath. When will I finally get to rest through this oppression? They punishing people that's asking questions and those who possess. Still from the ones without possessions, the message I stress. To make it stop, study your lessons or settle for less. Even the genius asks questions, be grateful for blessings. Don't ever change, keep your essence. The power is in the people and politics we address. Always do your best. Don't let the pressure make you panic. And when you get stranded and things don't go the way you planned, they dream of the riches in the position of making a difference. Politicians are hypocrites they don't want to listen come on like niggas just be talking out their ass or they don't have a wide range of hip-hop history right like jay-z actually said you know i think on the uh blueprint album what are you fool stupid what do you listen to music or do you just skim through it a lot of people just skim through rap they don't really listen to it they listen to the beat they shake their ass to it they twerk to it but they don't listen to the bars right they listen to the bars eminem made you listen to the bars because one, he was white. You come in the rap game, we had to know what the fuck you was capable of, right? You can't be you couldn't be saying no bullshit like Jack Harlow is right now. You couldn't come with just good hooks like Post Malone does now. You couldn't just kick that little corny shit like G Easy right now. And you damn sure couldn't come with that gay shit like uh uh what the fuck is his name? Macklemore, right? You actually have to have bars. Now you don't have to disrespect people, and that's where shit goes left for Eminem. Because this new nigga is nice, and I don't mean like ill at rhyming. I mean, he's friendly and shit. He's not trying to offend people. He's going politically correct. He's trying not to offend the powers that be, right? Because they sponsor him, Jimmy Iovine and Interscope Records. We can stop fucking playing. But the old Eminem gave no fucks. And let's just say back in the 90s, it was a different time. And nobody gave a fuck about your feelings. Not corporations, not politicians, not entertainers. It was WKJ, fuck everybody, records, right? Or radio. Everybody got with the program. You didn't like it. Your sensibilities rubbed the wrong way. We didn't give a fuck. 
You was a trans person. You a nigga in the dress. No one gave a fuck. They didn't even bat an eye. Now, I'm not saying go out your way to offend people. However, Eminem was the fucking poster child of offending people preemptively. Now, you want to talk shit about the dude, D'Angelo Bailey, that beat your ass up and stuffed you in a locker? You could do that. You want to talk about the feminists that don't like your lyrics and go against you and pick it and shit at your shows? You could do that. You want to go against the hating ass rappers that talk shit because you white? I got you. You want to talk about trans people and gay people? No one gave a fuck, right? But, um, yeah, this new dude is masquerading like, I don't know. I guess it's when you're 49 or 50 years old. You have a change of heart. You got a kid. You try to be more conscious and aware. I don't know what the fuck happens after your late 40s, right? Um, I know in his case, it's probably he don't want the stoppage of the sponsoring of his music and, inter- and or entertainment, right? And like Paul Mooney says, he has the protection, the complexion for the protection and the connections, right? Or whatever the fuck Paul Mooney be saying, right? He's white. So they just like they let him slide with saying fucked up shit back in the 90s. They're letting him slide right now. We're trying to like turn over a good leaf and actually rebrand himself as some lyrical uh, supporter of Black Lives Matter and all this monkey shit, right? I see through it. Now, I'm not saying this gimmick. He might actually like have actually had a change of heart through old age. However, black people have a long term memory. So we remember the shit he said, right? Not only that, Benzino actually unearthed uh, early CD that he had on uh, uh, his infinite record where he called a black woman a black bitch, right? I don't actually remember him saying the, the n-word, right? He didn't say nigger but he damn sure called her a black bitch. Now everybody knows how I feel about that. He was in his fields and sometimes a black bitch is a black bitch. However while a white dude it's a little bit more touchy, right? But we're not going to get sentimental and sensitive here on a uh, fucking mother podcast. He was wrong for it because we don't give a fuck what heartbreak you going through. That's a black woman and you should know respect, right? Even if you felt like that, you don't put that shit out in the public. However, I'm going on a tangent. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about game being a formidable MC going up against him. Now, a lot of rappers, like I said, was intimidated in the 90s. So they didn't really want to like get their career crushed or their image fucked up. Uh, a quick fight would have settled this with Eminem, right? Because in my book, as ill as he is, he'll always be Malibu's most wanted. Now, he's not Vanilla Ice, right? He's not a corny, soft motherfucker. He might be a little tough. He might got heart. I give him that. He might be able to fight. I give him that. But, bro, you're not from the trenches. And, and they found out like 10 years ago the snake was from Missouri. So you're not even from the D like you try to fraud. While niggas in Detroit are actually ill lyrically, not a lot of them, but it's a lot of ill niggas, at least when I was growing up, that was ill like Royce the 5'9", right? Big Sean, T. Grizzly. That's all the niggas I know from Detroit. I ain't even gonna hold you. But I've met niggas from Detroit that can lyrically spit. And I gotta give credit to Detroit. Detroit next to Philadelphia, them niggas go hard. They got bars for your ass. They're actually, they remind me of like Redman because they're actually very charismatic, um humorous hell they're creative niggas they be coming up with witty shit niggas in detroit is sharp with it so i gotta give them that um but yeah him being from detroit that shit wasn't true he didn't move to detroit till he was 15 bro you from missouri 
right? Just like I moved to Atlanta from Ohio when I was 15. I'm from Ohio. Now I've been in the A, but I'm not from the A. Now I may be a transplant, but this nigga didn't even live in the heart of 8 Mile. He might have kicked it with proof or some shit like that. But he wasn't in the trenches, and it shows. I think he lives somewhere in the outskirts of Detroit. But he ain't in the heart of the city, so we can stop pretending, right? Them niggas D12 is in the heart of the city. Truth be told, even with a couple mil that they got, them niggas be in the city, right? So I can't give I can't give Eminem that, right? But I will give him his credit for being a dope lyricist because I like hip hop, and if you can spit, I acknowledge niceness, right? Now, while I acknowledge niceness, I don't acknowledge greatness, and I'll tell you why. Because he's out of top 50, like number 30, behind Talib Kweli and Most Def and Big Pun. Hell, Tupac wasn't as lyrically complex as Eminem, and he's still number one. Now, I'm biased, right, because Tupac is like the savior of rap, right? He's the king of rap, the god of rap, right? This nigga is the epitome of black culture, or at least he was. While everybody else that I possibly can name are like the epitome of black culture, uh, Tupac actually spoke to the people of the culture, right? He wasn't just using the music to make a profit or kind of like get out of the slums or uh, become famous or, you know, stop eating his mom's spaghetti and take her out of the trailer park. He actually was doing it to take care of his family and actually take care of a host of black people that he knew personally, right? Which is why he died broke, but that's another topic. Um, next to Tupac is Nas. Now, while I like Jay-Z, and I, I think Jay-Z is the Michael Jordan of rap, right? He's good at branding. He's good at image. He's good at, uh, hell, at the sport, right? He's probably the best that ever played it. Um, he didn't really, he doesn't really speak to the people. So Jay-Z would have to be number three for me. Um, and then, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm biased because I like humor in my rap. Now, Eminem has been recorded saying that he took elements of his styles from Cool G Rap and Red Man. And you can hear it. Anybody that knows who Cool G Rap, right, came out in 1988 and kind of got it up in 1994. Go back and listen to Cool G Rap. Go back and listen to Red Man, The Who, right? Doc's the name. The Malpractice. If you're 20 years old, the, only th the Malpractice came out when you was born, right? So, um... And this is it's just too many rappers that I can name in front of Eminem. Jada Kiss. Why Jada Kiss ain't doing all that bouncy ass rap like Eminem? He's not ram rhyming fourteen word syllables and two line six stanzas, right? He gets the punchline every single bar, right? He says witty shit lyrically. He took down single handedly the whole Dipset crew, including Cameron. And Cameron ain't no lyrical slouch. That purple haze, that um. The first al album we came came out with with Un Rivera, um, the uh, I'm Home with J uh, with the Rockefeller. Uh, what else did he come out with? Ah, uh, fuck, fucking getting old. The Diplomats album, like the DJ Clue Volume One, right with the locks and nature, like. I can just give you a bar from Cameron, right? Old folks say, Cam, stop your route. Why you gotta get guns? Just box it out. Listen, that there's trife. Only one fighting is the doctor. That's for your life. After your wife took a route just to tour tail, bench press for what? Lift four pounds. Like, 
that shit was ill. Now, subject matter, rapping about shooting motherfuckers, whatever, right? That still got the job done. Eminem, I got to give it to him. He got a lot of bangers, in my opinion, on the Slim Shady LP. And it wasn't My Name Is, right? I still don't give a fuck. Uh, good versus evil, or good meets evil with Royce the 5'9". Uh, I don't give a fuck. What else? Um, one wish. If I had one wish, I wish that I have a ass big enough the whole world could kiss. Like that shit was. That song is dope. Um, I never knew why. Uh, the stand song. I think that came on Marshall Masters LP. Uh, I am who I am, right? I am who I who I say I am. If I wasn't that song. Right, like, so we're not gonna act like Eminem was a slouch, but after the encore, right, cleaning out my closet, and I'm the real Slim Shady, all this like goofy shit. Uh, the song he did with D12, I think it was D12. I ain't never seen an ass like that. While it's catchy, I kind of like it a little bit. I kind of was in and out his albums. I wasn't really fucking with him. That revival shit was garbage. I don't even care to mention the song on it. Um, the song he did with Drake, Lil Wayne, and uh, Kanye West on the LeBron documentary, right? That shit was ill. Um, but then when he started coming with uh, relapse and recovery, shit was thorough trash. Music to Murder too. I listened to about eight songs. It's not a bad album. I'm just so far gone in the history of Eminem. It's kind of hard to listen to him. I'm not even going to front. Listening to his new work is like listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony's new work. They're in a different space. I'm just not feeling it. Now, are there some songs on there that's dope? The Caterpillar song, Royce the 5'9", is ill. Um, the song where he crushed MGK, that was a good song, right? But the rest of that shit, I ain't feeling it, right? I think the song that he crushed MGK, what, the Kamikaze, everything else, it's out of five stars. I got to give it two. Right, I listened to the shit eight songs. I don't know how many records is on there, but I listened to eight songs. I'm not gonna listen to it again. If I never hear anything from revival to now, I won't miss a beat. Now I'm gonna keep it 100. I like to get physical copies of CDs or people's anthology, even if it's trash. I like to have it in my collection. So will I buy it? Possibly, just so I have, I can say that I have this whole anthology, right? Because I'm not biased. Just because I don't like your new shit or I ain't feeling you now. I do acknowledge a good artist. Not gonna say great. Just like with Nas. When I get the chance, I'm probably gonna go back and collect his whole anthology just to say I have it, right? Because I'm a hip hop head. I like good hip hop. Even if you got some shitty trash in between, it's part of the collection. Hell, Jay Z is the Michael Jordan of rap, and he's got some shitty ass albums, right? I wasn't really feeling Rock La Familia. I wasn't really feeling. Um, uh, uh, Watch the Throne with Kanye West. I'm not really feeling Holy Grail. Um, American Gangster out of five stars was like four, right? It didn't take me back to Black Album, which was a five star. It didn't take me back to Reasonable Doubt, which was was a five star. It didn't take me back to um, Life and Times of Sean Carter, Volume One and Two and Three. So, but I still like good hip hop, great hip hop. And it's part of their collection. So just to say that I have the whole anthology, I'm probably going to buy it. Um, same as with Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, actually every album is actually dope. Except the leaders of the new school. Um, when Disaster Strikes, 
the Flip Mode album. I think he had two of them with Flip Mode. Every feature with Rod Digger. Um, the song with Mariah Carey. The song with Janet Jackson. Like, come on, son. Snickers. I'm going to go back and buy all his shit just to say I got the, the anthology, right? Same thing with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Now, they ain't put out shit dope since 1997. I'm still going to fuck with them because they're great artists, right? Just to say I, I got the collection, I ain't miss a beat, right? Now, the solo shit, uh, may not, right? Because they put out a lot of trash by themselves. But back to Eminem, I'm probably going to buy the anthology just because he's a lyrically dope uh, artist and to say that I got it, right? And so I can give a perspective on why he's not as great as people like to make him, right? A lot of people just hear dope shit and then they rock with that, right? It's sort of like when you was a kid. You saw movies back when you were like eight or nine, you thought it was dope. Then you look at Space Jams later on, it looks shitty, right? I ain't talking about the one with LeBron, I'm talking about the one with Michael Jordan. You go back and watch it, it's kind of a shitty movie, right? It has a good plot line, it's got Michael Jordan, and it's entertaining. But we came front like them CGI's wasn't shitty, right? It was two-dimensional, some was trash. Um, but yeah, you, you, I think that's what it is with a lot of people, especially people that's my age or older. It's the nostalgia. You remember him from Slim Shady, LP, Marshall Mathers LP, and even Encore, right? Or the Eminem show, whatever your flavor was, right? But that's not the Eminem that's rapping now. And all this fucking super fast rapping and all these like uh, uh, back-to-back lyric, uh, syllable rhyming words, right? All that shit to me is just a shiny turd. Because like with Eminem, it don't matter if you can do all this style shit. You ain't saying shit. That's literally what takes a lot of points away from Eminem. Aside from the fact that I can't relate to none of the shit that he raps about. Um... He's not saying nothing. Like, bro, what the fuck are you saying? It's only so many songs that I can listen to a rapper bragging about how dope he is or showing off how dope he is, right? Like, what is your music? Music is supposed to convey a message of some sorts, right? It's supposed to speak to people universally. That shit doesn't speak to me. It doesn't give me any food for thought. It doesn't inspire me. It doesn't even make me want to be a better rapper if I was trying to be a better rapper. Hell, to tell you the truth, while we on the topic, the rapper the game actually inspired me to actually want to rap. This nigga can rap himself out of a fucking plastic bag. A lot of niggas can say out of G-Unit, he wasn't the best one. But next to Lloyd Banks, he was the illest nigga, right? 50 Cent was an ABC rapper, right? Which I've never really looked at 50 Cent for bars. You went to 50 Cent for gangster shit. Because to a degree, his authenticity checks out. And I ain't talking about just him getting shot. Like the nigga literally lived 90% of the shit he, he rapped about. Except busting his guns because he was a fucking victim of gun violence. So we can stop pretending like Curtis Jackson was some killer, right? He was a victim. However, he lived the streets and he rapped about it. He gave you a front row seat to the shit that he was like rapping. And who else could say that they knew Kenneth Supreme McGriff firsthand, right? And they get bodied by him. Not a lot of people. Um... Shit, who could say in Queens or New York they wasn't getting extorted by a Supreme Team, right? Supreme Team shook down a few niggas that was rappers. I ain't gonna name them because I ain't no snitch. But yeah, Young Buck, the only niggas that like Young Buck is niggas from the South. Now, I give it to the South, right? If you see a representative from your neck of the woods, you're gonna cheer him on. But let's not front like Young Buck had bars because he didn't. This nigga was simple as fuck. He was 50 Cent of the South. 
<laughs> minus the gunshots. Uh, what else? Lloyd Banks might have been the illest nigga from G-Unit. Not just because he a New York nigga, but that Hunger for More was a classic. Now, I will say Documentary was a classic, but out of five stars, I'd give Documentary four stars. I'd give Hunger for More five stars, right? Now, this is where Lloyd Banks actually kind of veers off into, like, mediocrity because he put out Rotten Apple and that shit went double brick. Game dropped the Devil's Advocate. That shit actually went platinum. Um, now, I ain't gonna front. Game has put out, I want to say... 10 to 13 studio records a lot of them been independent so i've missed a lot of shit uh but the stuff that i have heard he's not a slouch now a lot of people will point to games theatrics right outside of rap him getting in fights and beating up smaller rappers like 40 block um him punching a nigga at a basketball game right with a half cock punch even though this nigga six foot five um i ain't gonna hold that against the game even the fucking butterfly tattoo on his face Covered up by Star, then covered up by LA. Um, I think outside of the booth, he's a fucking idiot. I don't really know how to feel about Eminem because he don't really. His engagement with the outside of the booth is just interviews, right? Now, aside from him actually pistol whipping some nigga that was trying to fuck his wife back in 2003 or four, um, that was sucky shit, right? But we can honestly say since then, he ain't got a track record of a lot of sucker shit. Now, he did diss Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon for unknown reasons. I don't know. Maybe he was disgruntled. She didn't give him the pussy again. I don't know. What I do know is outside of the booth, there's not a lot of like theatrics that you can point to with Eminem and say he's all around corny. Right now, I may call him Malibu's Most Wanted, but that's just in jest, right? Because he's white and he's corny. But the game outside of the booth. The nigga got a rape accusation. He was sued by the bitch. He lost the judgment. All these theatrics with other rappers. Um, a lot of them were actually like, I was rooting for him when he was like trying to punk out Young Thug, right? Because Young Thug, we're. Yeah, now, I actually was rooting for him when he was making fun of Young Thug. Because Young Thug wearing dresses and this nigga's like 140 pounds going up against a nigga that's 6'5", 220. Um, but then when he started going at rappers like uh, Soldier Boy and he started beefing with like random niggas that was like half his size... He started looking like a sucker. He actually started looking like a bully. And I don't really, I don't vibe with that, right? So, outside of the booth, we're going to exclude Eminem and Game's persona outside the booth, right? Sucker shit. Uh, and we're not going to look at that. Just a raw talent. Raw talent, the game actually has, he got songs. I felt this shit. He got bars. I felt that shit. He's lyrically witty. He's complex. He's actually got more metaphoric lyrical ability to Eminem. Now, a lot of people really don't know what the fuck metaphors are, right? A metaphor, for lack of better words, is comparing something with something of similar similarity, right? So, let me explain what I mean. To say my Corvette is the color of a rose off a bush, right? Now, I'm not no fucking lyrical wizard, but 
Comparing a red Corvette to a red rose, that's a metaphor. Game has that. Eminem doesn't do that. A lot of people get kind of like, a lot of people don't know what the fuck literary terms are, right? So they just say he's dope. He got metaphors. He don't. While he does have some, he's not metaphorically strong. He leads in style, right? Rapping 14 rhyming words in a two-bar stanzas. That's impressive, right? Uh, I sit back with this pack of six acts in this bag. It is sweet. It gives me the shit need. It to be the most mean. It's MC on this earth. That's what he leads in, style. Now, he's sped it up. He raps a little fast now. So, like, while he's 25 years behind, I'm not going to say that all of it is trash. Most of it is nice. But he's 25 years late, so you got to take points away from that shit. Because you should have been doing that when the niggas that was hot was doing that. That would have actually showed if you had skill or not. I don't know if he's been working on it. Been trying to do it in the last, like, what, 15 years? So he's gotten good at it, right? Because they say you do things with repetition. I don't think a nigga just came out the gate rapping fast like that. It was dope. He was working on it. Which is why we didn't see this nigga from 2007 to about 2011. When he came back with that shitty-ass revival. Um, but other than that like he's now fucking with the game now the game probably hasn't sold as many records as Eminem I mean bank, game showed his bank statement like what 2013 he was worth 13 million dollars Eminem is worth 630 million that's because the shit sells however sales don't necessarily transfer into like dope work all it does is transfer into sales we want to go buy sales. Vanilla Ice sold 20 million records. That nigga was far from dope. Now, I'm not going to say that game lack of sales or lack thereof having. Now, you know what? I will say it. Fuck that. The game didn't sell as many records because he didn't have the machine like Interscope behind him. Fuck it. We just going to put that on the table. After defecting from G Unit, being dropped from Interscope Records, going at 50 and G Unit, like nobody was fucking with him from the majors, right? He didn't get picked up by Atlantic. Columbia Records, if I'm not mistaken, Priority, or any other major label, right? So he was lacking the um, the machine, which is the only reason I can see that Eminem probably like excelled in sales. Either that or it's the white skin, right? White people support their own. And it's not a lot of dope white rappers. So when one comes along that's like exceptional, I mean, I expect white people to support that. To them, Eminem is the white Tupac. Because <laughs> it's the only nigga they got, right? There's no white version of uh, Nas. There's no white version of Jay-Z. There's no white version. I See, I keep going. There's no white version of fucking DMX. There's no white version of Jadakiss. There's not. There's Eminem. He is the white epitome of every rapper that black people admire. With lyrical, like, aspirations and ability, Right? And even some dope, there's some whack niggas like Gucci Mane. Now, I like Gucci Mane, but let's not front like he wasn't. This nigga was an ABC rapper. Him, Lil Flip, uh, Shotty Low. Like, we just keep going. I think the I think the only person from the South that's literally the Jay-Z might be T.I. You know what I'm saying? Um, the South version of Nas is Killer Mike. It would be Andre 3000, but he ain't got a body of work by himself. Um. The South version of DMX would probably have to be shit bone crusher <laughs> or Jeezy, right? Um, I think that's the closest you're gonna get to DMX. There wasn't really 
there's not a lot of niggas like DMX on any coast, right? So, um, yeah, Eminem is the white epitome of every black rapper's admire, admired rapper, right? There's no version of any other rapper that's white. And maybe Action Bronson, that's like Ghostface. He actually sound, he actually like sounds like the nigga. I don't know if he actually sounds like him, but or if that's just like a like he's faking it. I don't know. Uh, G Easy is literally a carbon copy of Eminem, minus the lyrical ability. Uh, Jack Harlow, I don't. That's Vanilla Ice 2.0. Um, what else? Uh, Post Malone, that's like that's like the white Jeezy. <laughs> Minus the drugs in the streets. Um Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He he does make, in my opinion, choruses that make you want to sing along with the shit, right? That rock star and congratulations. I fucks with it. Now I don't like him because he's a culture vulture and his verses are shitty, but the song is singable, right? And I like songs you can sing to, right? Um but yeah, that's why white people support Eminem because he's the only dope white rapper that they got. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are they gonna do? Listen to Macklemore? The nigga had a hot summer. That was it. That was 2011. Shit went away. Um, Action Bronson at 2014. Shit went away. G Easy was hot in 2015. Shit went away. Hell, even Post Malone was hot in 2019. Shit went away. Now you got Jack Harlow. These niggas be having hot summers. They don't even have hot years. The only person that's white that's had that's been hot, even when he wasn't in the game, was Eminem. So that's why they support him. That's why his sales are higher than the games. And the fact that he has a machine. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even um I'm not even gonna include sales, right? I mean shit, if you wanna go like that, like nigga Rick Ross sells albums. This nigga's far from dope. Trick Daddy is better than he is lyrically. Like, fuck, what the fuck are we talking about? So I don't really quantify uh, artists' album sales necessarily into their skills, except if you Jay-Z or Nas, right? Nas being a conscious rapper, not really a gangster rapper, and the fact that he can go platinum more than twice, that's impressive. Jay-Z's a drug dealer rapper, and he actually, like, rides on anybody that's dope. But, uh... The fact that the nigga can sell records well into his fucking forties, and that's an impressive, impressive feat. Because after about thirty-five, niggas ain't really fucking with you in hip hop. Um, and on top of all that, Jay Z, Nas, and Tupac were well-rounded, so it wasn't just sales. They did it effortlessly. Tupac got out of prison and sold seven million records without trying. Nas, while he dropped one trash-ass album, Nostradamus. He rebounded with Stillmatic and then Street Disciples and Godson and the volume one lost tapes, right? So the fact that niggas can actually like make good music, not necessarily talking about money, clothes, and hoes, and still go platinum, that's incorporated in your overall like talent. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't necessarily sell a lot of records, but you're a raw MC, I give you that, right? Ludacris's album in 2006 didn't sell that many copies, right? But Ludacris overall is is lyrically dope, so we got to give Luda credit, right? Uh, Andre 3000 has never put out a solo record, and this nigga is revered, at least here in the South. Um, so, you know, you could quantify 
or yeah, you could quantify record sales into, you know what I'm saying, every category, but it's not needed. While it's it's like icing on the cake. If you can do it, that's good. If you don't, that doesn't necessarily take away from talent, right? DJ Quick put out the fucking Book of David, which was his probably lackluster album, the most lackluster album. But overall, DJ Quick, he wasn't no slouch. And he sold records, right? 2002, 1988, 1995, right? 1993, Quick is the name. Niggas don't sleep on Quick. Maybe now because he's 52, but, you know, I ain't going to hold him for that, right? But in any event, we're going to take a break. When I come back, we're going to talk about the disc record that the game put out and why it's crushing Eminem. And if Eminem is smart, why he shouldn't respond back. Yo, so I'm back. Um, this second segment, or third segment, if you count them, because um, for some odd reason, the Anchor app cut me off after 30 minutes. That's a first. But um, this segment, we're going to talk about why the game's record, the Black Slim Shady, is crushing Eminem, right? Now, one, is crushing Eminem. Because there's not a lot of black rappers that actually stand up to Eminem, right? In my opinion, they pussy. A lot of rappers in the late 90s when Eminem came out, they wanted to make nice. Like most niggas, right? Most niggas don't want to fucking fight the clan. They want to just keep the clan off their ass, right? Such was the case with Jay-Z. Instead of like crushing Eminem out of nowhere like he tried to do with Nas, he wanted to do a record with him. Now, I don't know what the beef between Nas and Jay-Z was, but as black men, I don't think it was that fucking major where you had to fucking sling dirt on. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Jay-Z's diss records against Nas because it was a good display of, like, artistry. Nas got personal and started slinging slurs at him. Shit got out of hand, right? Um, from what I hear, it was over a bitch. Now, I don't know how true that is, and Jay-Z's never really spoken on it. Nas has never really spoken on it. Bitch that they was fucking spoke on it. And here at Effie Mother, sometimes we don't take the word of bitches. And when I say bitches, lady, I don't mean ladies. I don't necessarily mean women. I mean women that are bitches, right? And any bitch that write a book, a tell-all book, trying to, like, gain profit off a nigga like Nas or any other famous nigga, like, that's a bitch, right? Uh, I have reason to believe the bitch probably was stirring up the pot and causing these niggas to basically causing Jay-Z to diss Nas and Nas to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it was pussy involved and somebody was lying, right? Who knows? Jay-Z might have been laying up with Nas's baby mom and she was like, you know what I'm saying, supercharging them up. And instead of checking the nigga behind closed doors, he went at him on record. Now, I don't like that necessarily, but the work. The disc records, it was a good body of work, right? It was entertaining. And in America, we like to see blood, so whatever. But it wouldn't, if it was over some personal shit like a bitch, it wasn't that fucking, it wasn't that major where he had to go public with it. Um, With Eminem, like, I think we should have just been a little bit more stricter with letting white people just in the, in the culture and just rock out. Especially when they were saying borderline offensive shit. Like when he dissed Michael Jackson, when he had the line in the, uh, 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 
without me. I said, I think he said, I'm the closest thing to Elvis Presley to do black music so selfishly and use it to make myself wealthy. Hey, yeah, a lot of black rappers should have bum rushed him, but they were too busy making nice. And I ain't gonna leave my favorite rappers off there. DMX did a song with Eminem. Um, I don't think Redman, which he hijacked a lot of his style from, have never done a record together. I don't know why. Um, Buster Rhymes did a song with him. Right? But everybody was trying to make nice with Eminem. The niggas that had skills either did a song with Eminem or shied away from him. Now, a lot of niggas probably just thought he was corny as fuck and just didn't want to record with him. Because literally outside of G-Union and niggas that was at Interscope, that's pretty much the only niggas that he did a song with. Including the game. Now, at the time, I think game was part of uh, Aftermath, Shady Records, so... G-Unit Records, he was trying to make nice and they probably was cool, right? He probably got along with the white boy. Um, and I'm not going to say that his career over the last 20 years has been lackluster or maybe he's kind of like falling off. He's just probably at a point to, yo, it's overdue. Now, realistically, Jason Taylor should have did a diss record against Eminem probably 15 years ago. One, it would have been hotter. Two, probably would sell more. And three, he probably would have like showed that all oh, these niggas is pussy. And I just took on the white boy. And at the off chance that he actually won a battle, it probably would have put him top on everybody's top five list, right? But because most black rappers didn't do songs going against Eminem, a lot of niggas ain't on the top five. Nobody mentions his Buster Rhymes as a top five, even though clearly he is on somebody's top five, but not a lot of people, right? Um, and that might have a lot to do with his like animated rhyme style in the late 90s. He was real animated. He was a character. So I think that pigeonholed him from being top five. Jada Kiss has always been underground. While he has had mainstream success, it just never translated into crossing over. So white people don't really know who Jadakiss is if you're under 25. Um, Big Pun died. He's never done a song with Redman. Redman's been out since 1989. So like, if you're 20 years old, you don't know who Redman is, right? Um, you still stuck in all this trap shit and all these EDM beats. Um, but yeah, a lot of rappers, because they didn't like Bum Rush, Eminem, Talib Kweli, Black Thought, Most Def, a lot of people in the black community and even the white community who know who they are don't really like revere them as top five because of that. At least that's my that's my opinion. I could be wrong. But when I hear a white boy that's 30 years old or older, not talking about Talib Kweli being on the top five, not talking about Jadakiss on the top five. Um, that bothers me because you know who these motherfuckers are. And the fact that the white boy is on your list, when I look at your skin, I kind of see why. Now, there's a certain, there's a few white boys that I've met that don't put Eminem on a top five. And they think he's corny. But it's pretty much niggas in the South, white niggas in the South. Niggas up North, if you're a white boy from New York, Detroit, Missouri, LA, Ohio, Indiana, if you're white, Eminem is on your top five. You can stop fronting. Most niggas in the Midwest, up North and out West, that's white, got Eminem on the top five. Because they see themselves, right? He's a symbol of something that, I mean, clearly they couldn't achieve. But however it happened, 
this one white motherfucker achieve something that 99% of them niggas know they can't do. Now, that's not the shit on the white community. Have I met some white rappers that was dope? I have. Are they doper than the black rappers? They're not. While Macklemore has, I think, a song, My Nikes, before he was on that gay movement shit, um, I was fucking with that one song. G Easy has that uh, song, uh, If I Said I Fucked Your Bitch. Uh, I forgot how it goes. But if I said I ever fucked your bitch, just know that I did, or whatever the fuck it goes, right? That shit, I like that song. That was literally an incarnation of My Name Is, right? He was in the news station. He was doing the corny video shit like Eminem. He was coming with the simple bars, but they were engaging or entertaining, my bad. They were entertaining. I like that shit. I already said uh, Post Malone's Rockstar and Congratulations, good hooks. But that's about it. Action Bronson, I don't even know his catalog. I've never looked into it. I've never given a fuck. Um, I have heard one song about him or a song that he's done. I wasn't really fucking with him. He sounds too much like Ghostface, which is one of my honorary six men on my top five list. So I ain't fucking with that. Like you sound like a nigga. I ain't fucking with you. Like Shine sound like Biggie Smalls. Ain't fucking with it. Uh, um, Gorilla Black sound like Biggie Smalls. Not fucking with it. Like if you sound like a nigga right there, you get out of five stars. You get four of them shits taken away for like originality. You sound like another nigga, you get bars taken off. You get stars stripped from you. Give me that shit, right? Uh, I'm from the era where you had to sound like you. Shit, I even like Criss Cross. Them niggas was 15 years old because they sound like Chris Kelly and Chris Smith, right? I like the brat because there's not another chick that sounds like the brat, Lil' Kim. Hell, even Nicki Minaj sounds like Nicki Minaj. I like rappers that are often uh, have their authenticity, they're authentic, they're genuine, they're original, they're who they are, there is not another one like it. There's not another nigga that sounds like DMX. There's not another nigga that sounds like Big Pun. There's not another nigga that sounds like Nas. There's not another nigga that sounds like Styles P, Ghostface, Raekwon. It's not. It's not another nigga that sounds like Most Def, Talib Kweli. I'm pretty sure there is, right? But we're talking about that's a major rapper in the music industry that's commercial, that's mainstream. There's not another nigga that sounds like that. There's not another Rod Digger, right? And to a degree, there's not another Eminem. I see you, Cadence. Copyright. Logic. (laughs) But realistically, there's not a lot of rappers that sound like Eminem. However, like, that's the only one. There's probably a white boy that sound like Macklemore, Post Macklemore, Post Malone, G Easy, Action Bronson, right? Action Bronson sounds like a black dude. I ain't fucking with him. Uh, but for as far as Eminem, it's not another nigga like him, or as I say, a white nigga like him. Um, but it's subject matter. It takes away from him. Now, the black slim shady. I think game covered everything from well the stand song, right? Black Slim Shady, there you have it. He literally took Eminem's first body of work and used it against him, right? He mentions the beat down from D'Angelo Bailey that Eminem used to get beat down when he was in middle school. He uh, raps about, he uses Nick Cannon as a metaphor for his gun jamming. He actually throws shots at Eminem with the Mariah could not picking him, right? Because the game had a game show. I don't know where the fuck it was at. 
where he didn't get picked just like Eminem did get picked by Mariah she chose Nick Cannon which Eminem was mildly beefing with Nick Cannon in 2007 and then again in 2015 um, he literally mentions the kid Matthew that was the son of, or the brother of Stan that drowned his uh, girlfriend in off the bridge in the Slim Shady or the Marshall Mathers LP he literally is catching an Uber with the kid with the dude's a brother that's now 22 years old right that right there is pure genius the fact that he can literally take a time frame in, in in history and basically speed it up to 2022 and literally tell a whole story down to the kid actually wearing the hat that his brother stan gave him that was autographed by eminem pure genius anybody that missed that shit is a dickhead anybody that doesn't acknowledge that is fucking got cognitive dissonance or they just an eminem dick rider right like that shit was pure gold he uses uh dr dre in it right eminem mentions dr dre being right dead in his basement or tied up or whatever in the slim shady lp the marshall mathis lp and encore right if i'm not mistaken either the encore or the eminem show who gives a fuck one of them two right he literally references that he uh he uses his rhyme style to rap battling him or dissing him pure genius right anybody that missed that shit is a dickhead and even to the degree he also used back-to-back rhyming syllable rhyming words throughout the fucking first and second verse now he even has like a like mini skit built into the song which is why the song is 10 minutes long um that i like that because it takes me back um i get a bit of i get a bit of nostalgia from the 90s a lot of rappers used to do in between skits uh in between songs uh, skits that were before the intro of a song, skits for outros of the songs, or even skits at the end of the album, right? So I like that little bit of nostalgia. That shit took me back to 1998. Um, throughout the song, he switches up Eminem cadences, right? He raps like Eminem from the Slim Shady LP. He takes a little bit of references from the Marshall Mathers LP. He then again raps like Eminem in the Eminem show and the Marshall Mathers show. Or my bad, the uh, Marshall Mathers, not not the Marshall Mathers show, the uh, the Eminem show and encore. He literally takes rhyme cadences that Eminem used to use and bakes it into the song. Um, the only thing that he didn't do was use Eminem's rap god style, the fast rapping shit, and built that into right. And I think that was good. He left that out because he's trying to use the dope Eminem style or the doper Eminem style against the new Eminem, right? Because this nigga that's rapping now, let's not get it fucked up. For all the stands out there, Eminem that's rapping now is Eminem. Eminem from 1999 to 2005, that's Slim Shady. Eminem doesn't rap like Slim Shady no more. He's not Slim Shady. He's been rapping under the moniker of Eminem, right? Which is the more sanitized commercial version of himself. Slim Shady was the underground I rap with the black people. I got lyrical dopeness from niggas in Detroit. And I crossed over and got signed by Dr. Dre. That Eminem. These are two different Eminems. While the same person, it's almost like if Batman started fighting crime as Bruce Wayne. Right? You don't got the gadgets. You're not as strong. You're in a suit. Everybody knows who you are. You're weak. 
I think that was a damn good analogy. Eminem raps like the Bruce Wayne. He's not Batman no more. <laughs> and I guess, I guess game would be the Joker, right? Because to a degree, I, let's not get it fucked up. Game has this enigmatic like, sense of himself. We thought we knew who he was with G-Unit till he defected and then with all them niggas, right? And then he got back cool with 50 around 2012. But then 2000, as of late of 2020, 21, and 22, he's backpedaled and throwing mud at 50 Cent. And now he's taking shots at the white boy. Like right now, I'm starting to think who's next, Snoop Dogg? Like, I really want to know who's next. Is he going to start dissing Exhibit? <laughs> like you just never know with this nigga and that's what I like about the game see with Eminem <coughs> even changing his style up I knew he was going to reinvent himself for a more sanitized version of himself as he got older because like bro realistically you can't be Slim Shady at 49 you can't be Slim Shady at 50 years old and I'll tell you why because nobody wants to hear a 50 year old man belittle younger people gay people or even weak rappers right you sound like a fucking bitter hater which mgk pointed out and he was right now don't get it fucked up mgk he almost won that battle in my opinion he get credit for just going up against eminem but eminem kind of like killed him with kamikaze it was no comeback so much so that this nigga don't even rap no more he does rock music he dresses like a rock star or a drag queen. We don't know. But he gets credit. In my book of history of hip-hop, MGK will always get credit. He is a footnote of credit in hip-hop. Because he's the only person that actually showed they had balls to go up against Eminem. Next to Cannabis. But Cannabis was trashed by the time he did it. So he kind of looked like a hater. You know what I'm saying? He was he, he was bitter, right? Never mind Eminem taking cannabis out. LL Cool J got that the fuck out the way. <laughs> so he just never recovered, right? Plus he's shitty at picking beats. So we don't need a nigga that just got bars, right? But just got trash ass beats. Like get bro the fuck out of here. He's another like, he's not like Eminem, but he's damn close, right? You got all these fucking bars, but your music is trash. Eminem is pretty much the same way. After the Marshall Mathers LP, in my opinion. I, even with Dr. Dre's production, shit was still trash. Like, I'm not bumping that shit. Now, I might have seen to cleaning out my closet because I was high. I was smoking a lot of weed. What are you going to do, right? <laughs> In the words of the mob, right? What are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? I listened to it. I was high, right? Um, but, yeah, nobody was going to Eminem because that shit had bangers on it. I can't tell you one one album that, in my opinion, was like hip hop heat, right? With no heat, with no fire, you know, what I'm shit went hot. You know what I'm saying? It was just shit you could sometimes shit when you was smoking and you was mellow, you could vibe to, right? Because at this point, he was so commercial. I was I, I don't like all the way commercial shit. I don't even like Bone Thugs and Harmony when they come in, they come with all those. Uh, songs where these they excessively sing i like the harmonizer but god damn it give me some bars i don't want to listen to a nigga sing if i wanted to listen to r&b i listen to fucking tank or r kelly or usher like or even old chris brown not the new nigga the new nigga rapping got purple hair i ain't fuck with that nigga but eminem just didn't have hip-hop heat he had rap music 
like flavor. And anybody that knows me, I like hip hop. While I do like a good like trap beat and I do like some street shit, right? You know, songs that ain't got no substance. I'm not listening to songs 24 seven that have no lyrical ability, right? Because if you look at, if you follow hip hop from the eighties up until now, it was niggas consistently getting better. With the exception of Curtis Blow, Houdini, and the rest of them trash-ass niggas from 85. But LL Cool J got better at rapping. Right? Uh, Busta Rhymes' style got better. Bone Thugs and Harmony, they started getting better, and then they just fell off. Uh, the Brat. The Brat got better. Nas got better. While Nas was a dope nigga in 94... He was an ill nigga in 2002 and 2006 and 2018, right? He, he progressively got better. Hell, even Ice Cube got better. The Ice Cube of 1998 or 97 with Westside Connection was not the Cube with Straight Outta Compton, right? He got progressively better. Um, and then he fell off after Westside Connection. I ain't really fucking Cube. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is actually single-handedly the only nigga from the West Coast that never really got entirely whack. Now, while he does have some projects I'm fucking with, like that gospel record and that Snoop Lion shit, Snoop Dogg got uh, Life on Death Row, Doggy Style. Even Dogfather was like a trash album, but it had some bangers on it, right? He wasn't completely garbage. Tupac just got killed. Shit was different. He had a perm. I ain't gonna hold that against Snoop. Last Man on Death Row, dope-ass record. Snoop Dogg, that was a dope record. Whatever the fuck the album was that had sexual eruption on it, that was a dope record. The Blue Carpet Treatment was a dope record. Um, I think he had an album called uh, The 213. That was a dope record with Nate Dogg and uh, Warren G. He had a record with the uh, East Siders. That shit was dope. Classic. Four stars in my opinion. Um... This algorithm shit he came out with 2021, shit was dope. Uh, this new shit he got, he even got a feature with Eminem. That shit's actually dope. I'm fucking with it. Um, because they got your man Stoop on there rapping fast, right? Um, which that nigga has never been known historically for rapping fast. Now, the only records that I think were lackluster in Snoop Dogg's catalog are the uh, 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 the Game Is To Be Told with Master P and... Um, Top dog. He was going. He was trying to figure himself. He was trying to find his sound with a bunch of southern niggas. I don't know what the fuck he was on. It had a few bangers on it, but overall, I didn't go out. I'm once again. When I find the time, I'll probably go out and buy every Snoop Dogg record, right? Just to say that I have it. But am I gonna give it another listen? Probably not. But I will have to say, Snoop Dogg single-handedly is a nigga from the West Coast. That has a large catalog. I think he got what 14, 15 records. And 89% of that shit collectively is dope. If you take out the wax songs and put them all on one record, that's like 11%. The other 89%, I'm fucking with Snoop, right? The bulk of that 11% would probably be Snoop Lion. That whole record, I wouldn't fucking with. This nigga had Dusty Dreads. He's not Jamaican. He's not reggae. He's not a Rastafarian. It, yeah, it just, I wasn't feeling it, right? Uh, who else? A lot of niggas have trash records, so they 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 
their style and their popularity wane. Snoop is probably the only one that hasn't. And the game. While I haven't really like followed the game, and that's only because he's independent. And when niggas go from being on a major to independent artist, unless you like, I don't follow the nigga on social media. I don't really follow nobody. Without even trying, before I follow Snoop on Instagram, it's hard to like avoid his shit. It's everywhere, right? I go on YouTube, new song by Snoop. So I give it a listen. YouTube doesn't recommend game, so I don't really hear his shit. And while I love the game's music, he has so many stupid ass antics outside the booth. For periods at a time, it's kind of turned me off from investigating new music. So you know what I'm saying? With Eminem, I heard Revival only because a friend had it. And it was thorough trash. Uh, and because he's white, that's probably the major reason. Because he's white, I just didn't give a fuck to even investigate in a recovery. While I heard some songs, I wasn't impressed. Relapse, wasn't impressed. Um, uh, music, the Murder 2, or Kill 2, or Murder 2, whatever the fuck it's called. I actually investigated that. That was only because of UGK. Or not UGK, MGK. If it wasn't for MGK, I probably wouldn't have gave a fuck. Oh, and Royce to 5'9". I like Royce to 5'9". Royce to 5'9", actually underground rappers would actually be my top 10. Lyrically, he's literally the black Eminem. Like, literally. Like, a lot of people suck Eminem's dick, especially white people, because they don't really know Royce to 5'9". And a lot of niggas suck Eminem's dick because they don't really pay attention to Royce to 5'9". But if you remember, Royce to 5'9 was on Bad Meets uh, Evil. And Royce the 5'9 was evil. Eminem was bad. You listen to that record. Royce the 5'9 was giving him a strong run for his money. Uh, and I think Royce the 5'9 is an underrated rapper, but he's black. I tell black people all the time. Whenever there's a dope rapper that's doper than Eminem, the reason they get overlooked and not paid attention to, one, they don't got the machine behind them, but two, the game is saturated with black people, right? 99% of the niggas that rap are black. So when a white boy comes and is dope like Eminem, they stand out. However, this is my cultural music. So whether you stand out or not, I'm still going to like investigate other black rappers because I want to see a nigga that comes from my background on the mic kicking some shit that I can relate to. So that's pretty much why, right? You go mainstream, you're signed to white labels. Eminem's a white rapper. Masses of white people in America are going to like basically support the only nigga that's dope that looks like them. So what are you going to do, right? Can't really fucking... It is what it is. Till we start owning Atlantic Records or Capitol Records or Interscope Records or MGM Records or Universal Records or Warner, Board, Warner Board Brother Records, we're at a disadvantage. So... I think I gave the rundown of that uh, Black Slim Shady and why it's a dope record and why he's just crushing Eminem. And the only smart thing that Eminem should probably do with game is ignore him. If he buys into it, I think he can actually, like, don't get it fucked up. I said all that shit to say this with Eminem. I don't think he can actually, like, destroy game's, like, career because it's 22 years it's an extensive career, so we're not going to... Uh, I'm going to slow down. I ain't going to say that shit. But I think he can give him a lyrical run for his money, right? Or at the very least, put up a good uh, uh, battle. I ain't going to say beef because the niggas ain't going to exchange hands. You know, the, uh, the most this shit is going to do is just go back and forth on record. I do think Eminem could handle his own. 
even with the bullshit rhymes that he kicks nowadays, I'm not going to ignore like he's not a dope MC, right? Now, while he's not the greatest, he is dope, right? Dope just means you're nice. Now, all the people that's out there that's not black, dope just means you're nice. It means you're good at what you do. You get that. Are you great? Fuck no. Jay-Z is a great rapper because out of 13 records, 12 of them shits was dope. 12 of them, right? Now, I know I've bad-mouthed a few of the records, but collectively, out of 13 records, I got to give Jay that, right? Even the bullshit with Kanye West. He didn't slouch on the shit. The production was on point. The beats were ill. I just wasn't feeling the content, right? I don't want to hear a nigga talking about clothes and designer shit and jewelry, right? I'm past that. Um, But yeah, Eminem, if he's smart, he'll leave this the fuck alone. He won't open Pandora's box. Because it ain't going to get physical. It is just going to like be a lot of mud slinging. And I want, I'm here for the shit show. So the smartest thing is for him not to say nothing. The more entertaining thing for a hip-hop head, for a nigga like me, I want to see the mud get thrown back and forth. I'm here for the show. I'm here for the shit show. So I, you know, I'm front row. I got the popcorn ready. I'm waiting. If he doesn't say nothing, I'll be disappointed. But that's a smart move. If he does do the stupid shit, I'm here for the shit show. So, and we need this in hip hop. I'm tired of too many niggas holding hands because now, now these motherfuckers holding hands and wearing dresses and sucking dick. Like, shit's getting out of pocket. We need the shit to go back, like, to the essence of hip hop, right? It's a competitive sport. While everybody should get along on a humanistic level, this is music, bro. I believe you can diss a nigga, slander his name, throw metaphors and bars at him to cripple his shit. Right? But at the end of the day, it's entertainment, it's just music. I don't think nobody needs to get beat up or shot for this shit. I don't think it's going to go there. It should never go there. I don't give a fuck if it's black on white rappers or black on black rappers. It should just stay on wax. You're a musician. Slow down. You're not, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these niggas be getting carried away with they, they hood background. Just because you're from the streets, don't mean you got to clap a nigga. You're a musician, bro. You make music. So I don't think it's going to get out of pocket, nor should it. But I'm here for the shit show. So if they start slinging mud, in the words of Reggie Noble, about to sling a little mud in this motherfucker. Anyways, if you've been entertained, if you've been, I don't know, informed, right? You've been educated about hip hop, Slim Shady, uh, Games Records. That's what's up. If you're a dick riding stand, fuck your mother.